My name is Beck. I'm the co-host of the Not Superwoman podcast, and I'm the great-granddaughter of Irish, American and Italian immigrants, and I'm grateful to call Australia home. I'd like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners of this land of which the podcast was recorded, and extend our respects to the elders past and present. I am in awe of their strength, of the world's oldest living culture, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share this podcast on their land. Welcome to Recap and Ramble Christmas Special. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and we are joined by one of our very best friends of the podcast, Tori Wood. Welcome, Tori. Thanks for having me, guys. I was very excited you joined us for our Christmas special. And you know what we're talking about today? We're going to channel your inner Martha Stewart mm-hmm. or Tori Allen but without the criminal record. Do you have a criminal record, Tori? Me? No. no. You're super clean. Super oh, clean. I get that. You were talking about Martha Stewart's a criminal. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, always thinking. I was thinking confused, but now I got it. Yeah. No. <laughs> we got there in the end. So Tori Allen with Tori Allen Events. It's not officially called Events though now. It's Tori no, we Allen. Dropped, we had a rebrand last year and yes. it's now just Tori Allen. Yeah, we thought you are extraordinary at putting on incredible events, hosting, activations, private, private parties, you know, whatever you All need really, Tori. Has it covered? It. And so we and we were talking about the stress. Zoe and I were talking about the stress of Christmas. Like Christmas is hectic. There's always so much going on and there always is so much pressure to uh, to be able to host the day of all days like it's like the the hosting day of the year mm, everything leads to christmas day at the end of the year yes yeah, the countdown when you're also quite exhausted as well so mm. we thought why not ask an expert in the field what her tips are share share with us your knowledge tori <laughs> so that we too can deliver a phenomenal christmas day i know well how are you feeling about Christmas Day? You were saying last year, though, the, the irony, you last Christmas Day you'd moved to Fiji. I had, yes. yes. And we, we basically had Vegemite sandwiches. There were 170 boxes to unpack and two people <laughs> in the family had COVID. Oh, I had an eight-week-old. I just left all my friends and family to another country. Also, oh, maybe Christmas we... Day was quite memorable, which it should be. Yes. But did it have all the layers of what I thought it was going to be like a seafood buffet or banquet that I was going to do. No, the overseas. So lesson one: be agile. Don't uh, <laughs> don't set yourself up for failure. Well, that's it. it's the standard. <laughs> it's the pressure of like that vision that you have, or the Instagram, the Instagram photo that you want to post and be like, "How merry are we?" You know, but I mean, really, what's going on in the background is not always what it seems. I know. Yeah, yeah. but I mean. In saying that, if you do want that, you can definitely outsource that and get someone to come in and do it for you. Yes, absolutely. But if you want to do it yourself, there's definitely ways in which you can make the day slightly more seamless. Yeah, absolutely. I think the key to that is, you know, some good planning, sitting down, planning it out. And everyone knows that the end of year is a crazy time. So you kind of want to start that from pretty much October. 
um, mm. November, start thinking about who's doing what um, and how does it all kind of roll out. But, um, yeah, I think some good planning. What are your strengths? Who? What can you delegate? Yes. Um, is also essential. I mean, everyone wants to help and we've become a bit of a society saying, no, 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 I've got it, I've got it. Um, no, it's fine, I'll do it all. You just come, just bring a smile. But the reality is when they do come with a smile and you're in the kitchen slaving away, you kind of want to wipe that <laughs> smile off their face. Slap it on their face. Honestly, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you bitch. <laughs> Look at you Where's all out the there, being Mary, and I'm in here making this cranberry sauce um, from some new cookbook that you've bought that's got a hundred different recipes or ingredients in it. Um, but yeah, so definitely delegation. The art of delegation, I think it's a new trend we should really instill in our event planning. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I think that at the end of the day, everyone just wants to have a fabulous Christmas day. It's the day that you kind of make, you know, if you've got children, you're just wanting to celebrate this exciting day and make everyone feel happy and loved. And um, what better way than to put on an event or host a, a lunch or, or a, you know, dinner or whatever it may be for you um, where you have put all that time and effort into creating something special. Well, because that's what we were talking about before we were recording this is you did touch on and it really hit home that it really – Christmas Day, whilst it is like meant to be this sort of joyous feast of, you know, special recipes and stuff, it's also about spending – time together Mm, yeah the value of time you Mm. know it's that one day of the year where kind of you're not meant to be anywhere else other than with your immediate family or your relatives or however you spend Christmas day good friends and um that's sort of what you're meant to be doing and Christmas Eve is obviously a big thing for a lot of people too um but yeah I think the value of time is important and I think we all probably recognize that in some way at Christmas Mm. that's why it is quite special um yeah so if we start event planning in October (laughs) for those who are really kind of organized (laughs) um, I'm just gonna divulge I have already wrapped every single gift and bought them all Oh, and yeah. I'm feeling bloody smug. I know that yeah, you have a you do have a gleeful smug, as I literally have not done anything for Christmas yet. I'm getting a bit of anxiety, but well, <laughs> it could be the second coffee that I just had. <laughs> so, what is your pre-event hosting like checklist? When you know you're going to have people at home or put on something, do you have something that you like? Okay, you sit down in October. What do you think about? No, it's all in my head. It's just like a beginning to start conceptualizing. I guess what what's ahead. So, I guess it's where's it happening? Is it at your house? Is it at a sibling's house? Is it at another family member. Um, So if you are the host, Mm. um, therefore, what do you require to be able to host the amount of people? Valium. Writing out out the guest list is probably important. How many children? How many adults? I mean, we all know that. Um, And then it's like what's going to be the food is probably a big part of the, the day. Um, and the start time to me that kind of dictates a lot of things like we know that most people want to have time with their own family in the morning and do all the presents and kind of have kids all fed and kind of semi presentable ready to arrive somewhere Um, I mean you hope for good weather so obviously Mm -hmm. you're hoping and aiming for an outdoor sort of style affair I guess if you've got the space to do so otherwise it might be in a more formal dining room I'm not sure 
Um, but yeah, food. So like, what are we going to be inspired from? Is it like the latest gourmet, like magazine where they're doing like summer things like grilled peaches with this and that, or are we doing like traditional, like turkey and roast vegetables and beans and whatever? So Um, is that when you think about nostalgic family dishes and bring those in? I guess a lot of people and like, I can't speak for everyone because everyone celebrates Christmas or, or that holiday season, I should say at a different way um but like you know how do your family celebrate are they you know I feel like you can kind of go around a room and ask like are you a cold buffet Christmas type of family or are you like the hot roast kind of family with the the person at the head of the table shearing the turkey and making sure it's moist (laughs) or are you a seafood kind of vibe or are you guys vegan vegetarian dairy free and gluten free you know like whatever the just getting a gauge because it is it but does you've got it's considerate to to think about who's there what they enjoy what they what their dietaries are but I also yeah I also think like there's either the families that are doing the traditional thing as I've kind of nodded or there's the ones that are doing like I want to try this recipe I've had it earmarked for the last six months and I'm going to do that on Christmas day do you starting with canapes are you not is it like a cheese board is it yeah what is it but um yeah, so I think resolving your menu is obviously somewhat important um, and then from there you obviously need to weave in like who generally brings what because if I tap back to um, watching my family Christmases, like as in from, you know, a teenager, like from a childhood but like just my memories is that, you know, my auntie would be doing the this. My mm-hmm. gran always did the plum pudding. My mum always did that aspect, you know, and so there was always these busy bodies, everyone kind of doing a dance in the kitchen of all the things that they've brought and prepared. And then that's what was presented as the banquet and we all enjoyed it. So it's like what what also is everyone going to bring to the yep. day? Um, but, yeah, that, that general sense of what's what are you actually preparing Yes. Kind of a good way to start. Because when I know when Zoe and I and friends have gone away together before, and this isn't necessarily Christmas Day, but we do a meal plan on WhatsApp. And I love it. Yeah, I think you've got to kind of know so you can prepare. And then you can go hard on that one thing that you're due to bring and make it, like, spectacular. Mm -hmm. I'm just having really strong memories to when you're like, let's do Beef Wellington that took 24 hours. (laughs) And we did, like, a slow reel of it and it just went on and on. Unwrapping it in pastry, rewrapping it in pastry. It was like a newborn baby. Well, I think. Do you know what I think we've got out <laughs> of baby that? beef wellington? Christmas day, do not try something new. That's yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Stick to something you know. Stick to something you know and delegate things to people that are strong at doing that element. Yes. yes. Yeah. And generally speaking, Christmas Day has got a lot of people. And if we're not the everyday person, doesn't run events. No. During, on an average day. So, like, hosting anyone more than five is a lot of yeah. work. Yes. Like, you've got to think about portions and, like, when to get the produce and then do you do it all in one go or this thing needs to be fresh or this I can buy ahead of time. So there's a lot of kind of... Moving parts. Moving parts and kind of... It, it really, if you're hosting, you've got to be prepared that it's going to consume you for two to four weeks beforehand as you're prepping yeah, well, I'm I'm scarred by a Christmas where so I'm jumping around between. I one Christmas we moved into our house and I was so excited to have sort of finally become an adult and host reciprocate to my family and say like here come to my 
home now that I'm an adult and I can show you how adult I am <laughs> and I'll, I'll go all out. And um, I laboured and laboured and laboured, even over the fruit mince tarts and the pastry and the yeah, seafood. It's like you over engineered yeah. everything, which doesn't surprise me for you there. <laughs> um, I feel that's a trend. And I was like a flopping at the Christmas table, <laughs> like, freaking eat your meal. You better enjoy it because I was so and then get out. overtired. <laughs> and then, but now I've gone the polar opposite way where I'm so scarred that I'm. Um, outsourcing you I'm need just, a, you need to balance back a bit yeah it is it's a it's a combination balance what's going to be um time management versus sentimental considerate effort yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and also just like being a little bit more relaxed <laughs> ultimately you know it's not going to be perfect and the chaos is what is evokes the memories of christmas like back in the day you kind of remember your childhood was like full days of all the, the day itself is like present wrap like we're, we're quickly as soon as they unwrap a present we're quickly throwing that wrapper in the bin because we can't handle to look at the, the chaos. chaos but it's just like let it be you know in a in a storybook sense you know granddad's asleep in the chair and this person's drunken too much and having a fight with that <laughs> that's <person>. me <laughs> and the kids aren't eating any of the food that you've cooked so you're ending up you know doing hot dogs doing or something hot dogs and you know <laughs> Whatever, someone sort of – so, like, in a storybook sense, Christmas is meant to be chaotic and full of layers of whatever. Um, and I don't think you can pre-plan or curate that. That just ne- lets it needs to be. So you need to have space for that. You need to have the mental, like, acceptance of in advance. Yes, acceptance. Yeah. And like, yeah. Such yeah. a good word. Yeah. So, okay, so after you've done the food element, you've kind of delegated yeah, so that out. beverage. So, obviously, then you want to kind of, like, obviously we're a society of good taste when it comes to wine and everything like that. So obviously. We wanna, we, we, yeah, we like, a, we like a good drop and that sort of definitely sets the tone. Um, so, yeah, everyone, uh, you're either going to host and do it all yourself or you as in the alcohol or you might ask people to bring things um yeah I think then as well like what are you going to are you going to do sit down I personally I love being outdoors that's just me like I just love being outside there's nothing I just feel very relaxed when I'm outside rather than being inside. So, but where is your setting? Is it inside or outside? Um, what are the chairs? Do you need everyone to BYO a chair? Do you need to go on? There's obviously event hire, like there's companies that you can hire chairs from to, so that you've got enough, um, your table. And then you want to go, well, are we doing a buffet? Like do I need to set something up with layers of the food and then do the table you know, quite simply, um, are people all going to sit at the one table or are you going to be like, oh, there's, you know, chairs outside and some people sit outside, inside, is it a bit more of a, I guess, casual um, uh, dinner, lunch or dinner? Um, but really, yeah, you want to be able to think about what the tablescape is and I, I guess we're so lucky there's so many different options for how to style at Christmas time like there's all these great companies doing really cute little accessories that you can put on the tables but generally speaking you want it to be quite festive a bit of colour it's high summer in Australia um, and so you might sort of potentially you're going to look to some great magazines or, or even Instagram or Pinterest to get some great good inspiration of the direction you want to go in so are we choosing a theme like a colour palette of classic Christmas, you know, greens and reds and maybe a bit of golds, like go quite traditional or am I going to go like high summer and do like fuchsia pinks and some great reds and really lush greenery down the table? What's my vibe? 
Um, so then you kind of want to channel that and go, okay, what do I actually have at home that I can utilize? Yeah. So because do you think it's a time to pull out like linen pull napkins? Out everything. I mean, look, everyone's different in what they have in their cupboards or that they've collected over the years. But like for me personally, like I, I love collecting like glassware and random accessories, and I've got all these bits and pieces, bowls that I'd present this and that in. Um, so I would be kind of already aware of my own elements and. I've, I've said it numerous times before, but, like, I feel like don't save everything for the Queen. Like, they're not visiting anytime soon. Pull out everything that you've got and use it. An eclectic mix shows that you're at home. Um, what some other family members might have, like your parent, one of your parents might have some really great, like, grandma's old martini glasses and you're going to do a pomegranate fizz, you know, to begin the day or whatever it might be. Or someone's got a great cheese board that you could use to do your, your cheeses. Um but, yeah, so what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that you want to kind of work out what you've got, pull it all out so you kind of can envisage it, and then from there you might fill in the gaps or add some accessories. So whether that be going to, you know, there's shops. Well, I was about to say heaps of – one year we did heaps of vintage shops because mix and match, you know, all your different crockery, yeah, you cutlery, do. glassware looks fantastic, or yeah. Ikea yeah. has great stuff. Yeah, like, for instance, for example, Ikea – fabulous like their crockery they often like it's 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 relatively cheap but they've got great colors and so you might be like oh I'm just gonna get x amount of pale blue plates and then I'm actually gonna hire like there's great linen companies and I I think at Christmas it's a great time for private fam like private um events to hire linen because we often don't have enough tablecloth to cover um, the tables that we've got. And so they've always got great ranges and colours and stripes and patterns and things. So, like, hiring the tablecloths, hiring all the same napkins and then, um, you know, you hope that you might have crockery or you could go to Ikea like you've suggested. Um, and so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, theming and setting the table is important because it's you feel proud. It's a really great space where people are going to be able to sit and enjoy. Um, and that's where all the kind of... Families. So true. Because I, going back to that traumatic Christmas where I overdid it and killed, nearly killed myself, um, I had thought about the food and I didn't think about the tables and the chairs and the tablecloths and that, and it came to like Christmas Eve and I was like, like starting to set the table and I was like, shoot, I don't have enough chairs and I'm, oh, Tom, can you pull the old trestle out that then it had the bump because it didn't, you yeah. know, <laughs> line up. And then, you know, I just hadn't... Which, the bump is okay. Yeah. Because you're at home, you're not a restaurant. Yes. But um, the other thing that I think is quite good is that um, having, like, if you do it with someone in this in the sense that you might have a sibling, like Zoe, I know Charlotte, for example, but, like, you and Charlotte can speak and, like, she can come over and you can be like, okay, cool, so I've got 14 dinner plates and she'll be like, oh, I've got six more, so that's cool, and you're like, great, dinner plate's done, this and that. You know, like, we often think we need to do everything solo, but collaboration is key, I think, as well. Agreed. And it's yeah. like, so there's the delegation to people allowing others to be involved, and people which is really, a nice thing. People really enjoy they helping. They love a job. They actually really enjoy it. They and we've do. become a society of being like, I'm a martyr and I can do this and I will prove it, but it's at our detriment. So, like, I think one of the, you know, Christmas is all about family and it's all about friends and sharing and I think that 
even just planning Christmas Day should be a collaboration. And it might be with your husband or your sibling no. or, you know. <laughs> no, but you and Charlie, like, you would be talking about what food and yeah, but have he has ideas. Everyone has their role to play in Christmas Day. His is in the kitchen. Exactly. So <laughs> yes, like, you're the decorator yeah. And, yeah. and the styling yeah, and the yeah. space. And yeah. see, whereas... I don't know what Tom is. <laughs> but Tom is the facilitator of fun. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As soon as people come, he's like the guy That's in the, the front door yeah, yeah, welcoming yeah. everyone in. That's and true. Going, Kids, we're going into the pool. like, Or, you know, like keeping the conversation going. Like everyone's got their They do. Play. Role to play. And I do think that from the moment guests walk in, they, you know, you need to think about music. Yeah. Flowers, yeah. you know, um, scent. Like, do you have a scented candle? Yes. All that kind yes. of thing that starts the flow from as yeah. soon as they well, walk so, in. So, going from that, for me, it's like the house has to be clean. Um, That'd be nice. Obviously, everyone's kind of got that same vibe. Um, I'm always going to think about the atmospheric. So, like, what's the music? I want to have background music. I, I'm a person like I'm a bit funny, but like I love like I'll put on French. So, like the other day, I was. In Fiji. In Fiji. And this girl <laughs> that I've become friends with, she came over. It was Friday after school and all of a sudden I, like, put French jazz music on and we were sitting there on the chairs. I mean, and she was just kind of like, it's weird. I've never been somewhere that someone's put And I'm like, I just sort of feel like I'm in Paris today. <laughs> anyway, but what I'm saying is this, it the sets new the music mood. sets the mood. So are you going to do Frank Sinatra, like Christmas carols, or are we doing Mariah Carey? Or are we doing jazz you yeah, know, totally. Whatever, right? Are we doing kids like ABC Christmas no, carols? Like, what are we doing? So, I'm gonna kind of either resolve a playlist that has a mix of everyone's tastes, or I'm gonna like set something. I'm gonna have drinks crisp and cold, ready for arrival, and send everyone outside. Because I do not want anyone in my kitchen whilst I'm preparing and getting myself together. No. Do you think a signature drink is important? Um, well, I loved it. The last time I did host Christmas, which was like a couple of years ago, I had like this um, pomegranate or cranberry, cranberry like fizz. I've still got the cranberries frozen. Actually, I don't have them because I didn't take them to Fiji, but I did have them like two years later in my freezer. Um, I don't know what the point of telling you that part is. Signature but, drink. But I just the signature <laughs> drink. Yeah, I think it's nice because it's yeah. – and, yeah, anyway, I do think it's nice. Um, so uh, uh, can you – do you have the recipe for that? We'll put it up on our yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I think I just yeah, – Because cranberry is very appropriate for um, – well, It's festive. Yeah, for I the think season. I've got, I had so many cranberries left. Like I just – yeah. But um, that and then the red wine, like the sepulchre red – Wine fizz. Oh, that's uh, Dad's signature yeah. and it's always it's over the year. white sofa every year. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so like that's the only time you do You, have you do. It. Um, Gives you a cranking headache the next yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. But it's delicious. Yeah, the separate ones. Absolutely. What is it? Sparkling Shiraz. Yeah, sparkling Shiraz. You never feel like it no. any other time of the year but yeah. Christmas. Yeah, you're it's right. It's actually a really good point. It's so festive. Yeah. Um, but I think we all want to love it but we don't secretly because yeah, I'll have a glass and then I'm like, okay, I've had my glass. But, like, I, <laughs> I'm sitting here saying I love it. I know. It's, it's kind of like the concept alive. of eggnog in America. I'm like, oh, oh, surely, surely It just everyone. makes you think of National Lampoon. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy Chase. Um, yeah, so what are we saying? We're saying that, yeah, atmospherics of the, the house. So we've got our menu kind of resolved. We've delegated. It's a high summer event. So I've kind of themed the table. I've collaborated and now I'm, like, hosting, essentially. So, yeah, I think you want to kind of have 
the drinks are flowing, the music going, you're going to pray for some good weather. Um, and then the big question is, do you do presents before dinner or after dinner? So if you've got young or kids, lunch. I'm thinking before. I'm thinking before. Yes. So when it comes down to floral, do you? how important is that to you? Obviously, well, you do have a floral company. Yes, well, <laughs> the flowers are very important. Super important. Um, but I guess there's kind of like two or three different directions you can take. So firstly, you could do the forage, which I'm personally a big advocate for. I love going out into the garden or doing a bit of a midnight walk, I sort of call it, and just clipping a few things and doing something. So stealing. <laughs> so criminal which record I do. Oh, no, I've actually never been caught. Thank you, Martha. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, like obviously – Things from the garden, foliages, beautiful, um, maybe camellias or whatever. That you and leaves, like leaves always look stunning. Yeah, rosemary herbs, like yeah, whatever. Lemons. Um, lemons, you know, that's completely on trend at the moment is like doing vegetables down your table. So you might even think to put some Bit turnips of a and a couple of, you know, um, potatoes. Mm. Oh, well, actually, but, yeah. We no, went to an N- the NGV event and they did, they did that. They did pumpkins. Yeah, and, pumpkins yep. and things. But that's probably not quite my... Aesthetic in all stay, but um, yeah. So you've got your forage. So mm. using your own garden, which I think we forget we have mm. um, a garden and the cut down. The yeah, or go to the market. So, or then you could do a market or a florist. So, like the you know one of the South Melbourne or Paran or or even the Vic Market um, is obviously got little florists in there. So you go in and you pick all your beautiful seasonal blooms, or you might go to a florist. So whether that be a retail store or you know we have a lot of requests at Christmas time. We do a lot do, of private functions. Yeah, to do tables um, and, and you know whether it be bud vases or arrangements for the homes or a feature at the front entrance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but also the thing is as well is with if you are choosing to buy them yourselves, the biggest tip is that making sure that you buy them a few days before so they have a time to open because um, when you do buy them, you know, for example, the day before, they're going to be really tight and not really fragrant and not open and they'll look and then they'll look their best two days after and you're probably not even here to enjoy them. So um, I think that it's nice to perhaps think about setting your table a few days out and mm. having it all laid out and doing all your beautiful florals. Um, That's a bloody good tip. keeping the children yeah. and the animals away from it. Um, but, yeah, having that all done so that then you you know that it's looking beautiful. Um, the other thing is place settings, like always thinking about, like, the dynamic of the table, like who's kind of not, you know, vibing. Speaking to who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and who is, you know, and do you have a kid's table or do you have all the kids together? Like that's totally personal preference, but um, um, all one, those elements. Yes, one year I did personalised Christmas swizzle sticks oh. as the um, in the glass oh, as cute. the placement. I love that. And that I know. After was, COVID. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no. Why, after COVID? No, it was before COVID. What? No, I'm more thinking, you know, how everyone was so pedantic about sipping from each other's drinks? No, oh. but So you put the swizzle oh, stick in. Yes. So that you didn't, yeah, well, you didn't no one share. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. But even like the ding-dangs that go on the champagne glass and things like that. Or, or like, I love but all like, that stuff. Cut like a bonbon, like there's really clever, like really cute bonbons. Like you can obviously go down to places like Bed, Bath and Table and get something quite classic, like Christmassy. Or you can do like these amazing online, I'm not sure, and I can't think of an example, but like poppies for grace or whatever. Yeah. Etsy, Etsy. I got the really swizzle sticks from cute. Etsy. Yeah, <laughs> they've got really cute kind of festive. You should work in events. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but I it was it was 
was fun. And everyone had their Aperol spritz with their little like red sparkle swizzle stick. Mm. But then like bonbons, you can do the tags on yeah. the well, I think um, it's the just name about tag. Yeah, on personal the personal details that make people feel like you've really gone to that extra. Mm. You know, kind of. You yeah, know, you go on the extra mile to make big, it special. When I think about it. Christmas is a big event for most households. Huge. So. So there's no easy way, easy route out of Christmas really, unless you're planning to do um, literally go, it's like a 40-degree summer day and you're like, let's just as a family do fish and chips on the beach. And look, there there are plenty of people that do that. Yeah. I'm sure there are not – I mean, I know not everyone does a big – Fanfare. Fanfare. I know our because we have to jump between like Tom's family, my family. We do the my family one in advance of Christmas Day. We do fish and chips on the beach as our family. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think the art of hosting has gotten lost in the modern era? Um, Do I think the art of hosting has gotten lost in the modern era? Like, do you Uh, feel like that kind of nostalgic? perhaps Perhaps. and this is not meaning to be too critical, but maybe it's lost a bit of its genuine feeling a lot of the time because we're so focused on the end result and what it's going to look like and what reflection it has on us. Whereas, you know, being the matriarch of your family, it was just part of the kind of PD to host Christmas Day and it was just that's what you did. Whereas now you're sort of doing it for others, not so much. For yourself. Or you, but you like can. I can't really, yeah, I can't really explain what I'm trying to say. But, but also I think... With that yeah. being said, adding to what Zoe's question is as well, like I think, you know, that the whole how I went to the other extreme of buying, ended up just giving up on cooking and just buying deli deli stuff and, and you know, um, then you've got your Uber Eats and your pre-made Spotify playlist and then all of a sudden everything's very conveniently prepared and done but then it loses so much sincerity, I feel like. Yeah, and I think it's okay to burn the pastry or, like, what am I trying to say? Like, we're trying to do it for perfection, mm. um, but it's kind of unrealistic and it puts a lot of pressure on ourselves. And, you know, with young families or not, it's still, you know, um, it's okay for it to be a bit of a hot mess. It's kind of the fun. Like, yep. thrive in the chaos of not being an expert at hosting. Yes. And if not... Call Tori Allen event. Call <laughs> <laughs> Tori Allen. And I'll be there. Allen. I'll be um, there to facilitate your Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I don't mean that we're not genuinely hosting, but I just think maybe our motivation is a, needs to be reminded as to what it's for sometimes. Yes, well, it's that, tapping back into your values. Yeah, and it's and okay if, that it's not perfect. Exactly. So in so saying true. that, tapping back into your values, what would you bring from your grandparents Oh, like what? Well, what do you? What I guess you've mentioned, you know, all these just, dishes, glassware, all that kind of thing. Yes, I mean, all, the, all the heirloom part. Like, I mean, my gran always did the plum push, and then my mum and her sister kind of took over that element, and so now it's their kind of the baton's been passed on. Yes. Um, what would I bring back? Yeah, probably. I think yeah, the, the collaboration and and the not so contrived. Yes. When I look at it and I think, yeah, like it was just at my grand's house and the memories, I don't remember, not that I'm trying to talk. No, simple pleasures. Like I, I love um, designing and setting up a tablescape and all that, but that's not what I remember as a, a child. I remember the feeling of Christmas So mm-hmm. it's um, and what that meant to be there with all your family and all the presents and, I mean, yeah. Mm, I love that Like feeling. summer and... All of that. 
Totally. And I don't think you can um, control. I don't think you can create that mm. unless you really feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of just saying we all just need to chill out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and just enjoy it for what it enjoy is. Enjoy it. Well, I think as well when you're in October and you're thinking about maybe I might throw my hand up to host Christmas this year or don't what? throw it up. <laughs> but, no. but, but do it. No, but do it. But think about and take Birdie along to get the prawns like on the Thursday, or maybe that's what Tom does. Like it's sort of like start your own tradition. Yes, rather than actually worrying about having a picture perfect table where everything's like immaculate and done. You're actually you're bypassing all of the traditions and values that that we remember that were more important and probably more pre- prevalent back in our parents' generation and grandparents because not everything was so convenient and accessible and yeah. available. Yeah, it was it, a labour of love. It was a labour of love. Yeah. Whereas now I think our now you our worry about whether you'll get a car park out of the front of stock. <laughs> At the time you need, because with you people get there abusing you, you've got to line up, <laughs> and it's sort of like there's a different worry here. Yes, totally. Whereas, yeah. So in saying that, what's your plan for Christmas Day this year? I'm actually going to be in a motorhome in New Zealand in Hampton Springs. So you will be having Vegemite so sandwiches I again. I'm doing Vegemite sandwiches again. Um, so, no, I really do genuinely need to think about the menu because I'm like, oh, gosh, we are literally at, at like in a big four equivalent. Um, so it'll be kind of low-key. I don't actually know. Oh, no, no, I do know. Sorry, Dave has booked a pub, a pub. We're going for a pub Great. dinner. Great. Early, 5 p.m. <laughs> so we're kind of just planning of we'll get up and kind of let the day be the day and then – yeah, we're going for a pub, so I'm actually not doing anything. Okay, but can but I, I will have my – the day – the morning will be like there'll be the sacks with the kids' presents. I'm, like, excited to do a cook-up for breakfast. So what am I doing? We're creating a memory. That's what this year's objective yes. is. Yes, That's awesome. Yeah. I do kind of um, want to say as well uh, you should just throughout that tr- trip and it doesn't have to be Christmas Day, but, like, look – at what the local produce is, yes, you know, like the yeah, what are they doing? What are they doing that area and yeah. town? And because New Zealand has such amazing, yeah, I'm actually really excited. I've never been, um, but yeah, our kind of objective for the holiday break was to have that memory of being in a campsite, and I'm sure Santa will kind of ring his bell through the site, and there'll probably be you know a hundred kids, and so it'll be just a bit of fun. That's awesome. Um, but the following year, hopefully we can host something and I'll be able to report back on what I do <laughs> plan in October. <laughs> oh, well, it. thank you, Tori. Um, we're loving those tips. Well, I hope I've inspired the audience. You have. Um, yes, we're going to collate all of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to make a slideshow out of it, guys. Oh, hang on. When has this been released? Christmas. Christmas. So everyone's already behind schedule October that you've oh. got to start. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm, this is inspiration for 2024. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll, we'll – anyway, yes, we'll, we'll sort that out. And um, you'll have our uh, – I'll collate this into a Tori Allen's Tori Woods top tips. <laughs> top tips. Love it. Thanks, Tors. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Thanks Bye. for having me. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Not Super Woman. You can find extra resources, links and information on our website, which is notsuper-woman.com. Is that a dash or a hyphen? A dash is a hyphen, rash. 
Wonderful. <laughs> um, and if you're enjoying what we're bringing, you can follow us on our socials and we're across all podcast platforms. So hit subscribe, guys. 